get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. Here we are. We oh, made it. Good lord, Odie. We got it going. I feel like I'm like a movie producer here, clicking buttons, bringing intros and outros. Normally, Brian's do all the, doing all this work behind the scenes, but you guys are all drunk and disoriented in Vegas, so I got to step uh, we're, in. We're quite good, Odie. We're drunk and beautiful. I don't know, I don't know what you're trying to say about this. What, you're the Harvey Weinstein of this program now. I'm trying not to be uh, sure what that means, but I take it as an insult, obviously. Odie, tell us about your day. I- I'm sure it was a good time. <laughs> My day was 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 a day. I mean, it's uh, pretty boring. Did some work. Got stuff done that I thought I would have to do tomorrow, which is always nice. So now right, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you, Odie, because you're already boring me. I'm off yeah, tomorrow. Seriously, is this yeah. what you tell your wife? She's like, "Hey, uh, Odie, how was your day?" Like, well, my day was a day, and she's like, "Oh, good. I'm glad I married this. Thank God I had a child with this thing." Well, I was here. I, I worked from home today, so I was here all day. Oh, so you made your wife's life even more miserable. Exactly. It's pretty sad. I, if you walk around all day going, "I am working. So, I am working." <laughs> so exactly I, what I do. I listened to last week's episode, and it was actually pretty funny. Which you know, kudos to us for having a. A funny episode that millions and millions of people listen to, but Brian missed out a, uh, omitted a key element to that story where you went to Mexico with Aquin. Do you, re- do you recall this story? Okay. So no. you, you mentioned that you went to, um, Mexico with Aquin after his wife explicitly told him not to go to Mexico. Correct? Right. Do you recall how his wife found out that he went to Mexico? Oh yeah, that oh I, I did admit that. The funniest part. So we go to Mexico. He simply says that he's not going to go to Tijuana. And she calls. And the reason she figured out we were in Mexico is because when you go to Mexico, the US phone ring goes bring, bring. But in Mexico it goes boop boop. and she she put the pieces together and she was like that motherfuckers in mexico (laughs) and then she told my wife which is extra shitty by the way why you told my wife of mexico not cool this is why you do not lie to your wife when you go to mexico or you lie smarter odie or you leave your phone in the united states or stop leaving breadcrumbs that you might go to mexico like, look, if I'm going to lie to my wife about something, it's going to come out of left field. Whatever I'm going to do, she's going to have no idea. I'm going to talk about, I don't know, trimming ficuses, petting pandas. And then she'd be like, oh, maybe he's going to go to China. And then, bam, off I go to Germany. See, I don't think people put enough time into thinking about their lives. Maybe this is bad reflection on me or a good reflection on me. I don't know. Odie, you have to have a good backstory to your lie. It cannot just be a one element lie. Like, Oh, why? Where were you? I was at my friend's house. You have to think like seven steps back because anyone who questions you is going to think like, why were you at your friend's house? You have to have a reason for that. It's the, it's the George Costanza. lie, Right. Well, eh, kind of, you can, you can know you're telling a lie as long as you have a backstory to the lie. Good enough backstory, Odie. But, you know. Well, I recently told my wife that I'm a very good liar, which is probably not the smart thing to tell he's her because now she's going to be aware of that. his wife that apparently uh, she's fat. That's what uh, Brian tells his wife every day. What? That she's fat? Not no, every that, day. That's what you're implying heavily. <laughs> no, fat Fridays. Hey, every Friday, you're fat. Every Friday is Fat Friday? Pretty, is everybody fat, fat or is it just the day that you call your wife fat? Oh, also Friday? Fat Tuesday, like they have in New Orleans. I also tell her she's fat on Tuesday. All right, Odie, I got I to gotta get one thing and then we'll get to the episode because obviously we're very drunk. All right. So I would just like to reminisce real quick. Uh, Odie or uh, Brian started a podcast. What? What? An actual other podcast. What? Four or five years ago at this point? I did? Yes. 
You you do actually have a, another real. Brian, yes, another, I do have another real podcast. Okay. A real one, not, not a sure. not a fake one. We have one. So, the first <laughs> episode of this podcast, if you re- can, can recall, Penn State played USC in the Rose Bowl back in uh, what 2016, uh, and um, I remember that game well. God, what a so piece we went of to shit. the game. We were quite 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 fucked up, and. We decided to record the first episode of this podcast when I got back to his apartment. Was that the first episode? Well, it, it did not end up being the first episode because it was so unintelligible. And did that ever get released? There, there's probably archives of it somewhere. Like the uh, it, it was had to be the worst podcast ever. It was just like two people mumbling unintelligibly. Meanwhile. I fucking missed my plane home for that said podcast. I got to the airport like 20 minutes later than I thought I should, which is five minutes before the flight um, is supposed to depart. And I actually pulled the, do you know who the fuck I am to the gate attendant? When she would not let me on the plane. Did it work? No. No. Ma'am, do you realize I just recorded a podcast that will never I air? don't know who the fuck I am either. Yes, like, <laughs> yes, sir. We know exactly who you are. Now get the well, fuck out of the way. Wait, that brings up another story real quick about a buddy of ours, Justin, who actually, the last time we were in Vegas, we we're super hammered. Did I tell us the story, the story on this story. podcast? Already? I think we already told the story. I don't think you have, but I don't know. It sounds like this Justin guy is just an awesome person to hang out with. Uh, Well, I'll I'll, I'll make it very short. He's so drunk, and we stay up all night long. He ends up getting drunk in the morning. Like, he goes to bed, sleeps one hour, goes to get on the plane, and gets a beer to wait in line, right? He gets a beer before he goes to the gate. So he's on the gate ramp to get on the plane, (laughs) drinking a beer. And they're like, sir, you can't bring them on the plane. And he's like, oh, well, I'll just finish it here next well, to the plane. He can't drink anyways, which is no. kind of weird. It is weird. It's crazy he stood up on it because he's not a good drinker. Well, see, so, is he one of those guys that <clears throat> he's drunk after two beers and then he's just shit-faced the whole night? Yeah, he's like Howie. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So he's standing next to the entrance of the plane drinking the beer, right? And clearly at this point, he's already not going to be alone on the plane. Spoiler. So, but he was. This chick comes on, and she's got this big makeup bag, and they won't let her like check it, right? Or she can't bring it on the plane, so she has to check it. He's like, "Oh, I'll take that with my stuff." Trying to be a nice guy, right? Drunken idiot. I'll take your expensive makeup, which it probably has three hundred dollars of makeup bullshit in it, right? Because makeup's expensive. I'll take it and I'll put it in my bag and give it to you after the flight. So she goes on the plane. Oh, thank you. So nice. He goes to get on the plane and they're like, get the fuck out of here, drunkie. (laughs) And they they don't let him on the plane with this chick's $300 of makeup. So now this chick's just sitting at the airport waiting and uh, he flew a day later and he still has the makeup. Hasn't used it. In fact, he hasn't given it to his wife. He's just been waiting Looking everywhere to bump into this chick to give her He's back. Probably her looking to sell it for the most optimal price. Uh, seeing if he can get some kind of credit card deal because that's what he does. You would have thought. All right. Is, is that enough preamble? We did yep. your number four pooping story last week, I believe, right? So we're, we're good till next week with their number. Yeah, three. we could skip uh, until next week. Yeah. If, if anybody wants to hear the, the preamble to the preamble, which was uh, we recorded Am I the Asshole for our patrons, which you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash Bravo and Beer. You can hear Rico and Brian trying to figure out how to use computers and cell phones and microphones. And finally, amazing, at the last minute here, Brian thought of this brilliant idea that they could both have earbuds in. And uh, by using a, a secret cell phone, which you can't tell is on the screen, but uh, it works. They sound good. It's amazing. You know what yeah. else worked, Odie, is me filling up the ice or the uh, the sink with so much ice that the Modelo that I bought last night when I got here was ice cold. Ice cold. Because I'm a, a nice person. What is this? I'm getting crazy. Who is this guy? Though. What? Mark oh, yeah. Claire. Some, some, oh, Mark Claire. That uh, guy who spells his, his first name wrong. Um, 
Speaking of credit card deals, Rico needs to sign up with Amex Platinum Link. I need them points. Of course you do. Uh, you're going to have to send me a new link because that link expired. But uh... All right. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Amex Platinum. Well, the Platinum is this plat card that you can ever plat card in your Amex. Uh, contact me for ad reads. That was intentional. <laughs> God, you fucking people pissed me off. You don't understand parody. You know what we do need? We do need people to respond if they know who Tuffy Rhodes is, but that's neither here nor there. So respond at Bravo and Beer at uh, what? Proton Mail? Yes, Bravo and Beer at Proton Mail. You know who Tuffy Rhodes Proton is. Favorite person ever. Anyways, going to Summerhouse, Odie. Going to Summerhouse. First okay. note, Odie. Have you ever played beer pong before, Odie? Just, I love yeah, beer pong. Yes or no? Excellent. Okay. When you play beer pong, say you're down to the last cup. You shoot the old ping pong ball. It knocks the cup off the table. Does that count, Odie? No, you fill it up again. You can't knock the last cup. Have off. you ever played anywhere where that counts? Anywhere. If I did, I, I would have caused a, a scene about it, which might have happened. I don't know. I can't remember if I have, but do you know uh, where it counts? Summer house. At the summer house. Do you I know what I'm that. talking about? Wait, no, what? I missed that. I missed that. Are you kidding? I, I did I miss Stra- this? Stravy, Stravy, whatever the fuck his name is. Of course, uh, Stravy though. Johnny Johnny two uh two names. Shot, they were playing beer pong, beginning of the episode, shot it, knocked the cup off the table. It was like, that counts, we win. That's oh, fucking I ridiculous. Like, you... I lost all respect for these people. The, the whole house. I lost Disgusting. respect for everybody involved. The producers. I, I had much anyone. respect for anyone. You know what? With. God damn it. The producers need to step in at that point and be like, no, assholes. That's not the way the game is played. I'm sorry. You have to build that back up. Like, take a cut. Fill that cup back up. Do it again. And plus, Stravy, of all people, Lindsay dumps Stravy for everything under the sun. Not bringing your fish and chips from the restaurant they met at. This, she doesn't dump them over. Taking that victory. Well, maybe she doesn't. Well, she doesn't we know about not, it yet. We did not see if the other team accepted that as a victory. It kind of did a jump cut. But just thinking that it counted was quite egregious. Agreed. I don't know what Brian's doing right now. He's he's messing with the. Uh, it did. The it did seem like this episode had the most drinking that I've seen at least so far, which was nice. Seemed like every single like it was like party to party to party. Must have been like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Never was set up, but so well, this it was over. I think. Uh, uh, What's Labor, the holiday? Labor in Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Had, uh, that's right. Because they moved the Derby back. That's right. Okay, that makes sense. I did. I mean, I love the I love the derby, but dressing up in outfits seems a little much. It was so dumb, and they and and most of them were stupid. It's like, I can't imagine trying to dress up in an outfit and parading around in front of like Rico. It'd be like me with in Vegas and Rico. Be like Rico, it's Vegas pool day, and if I was just like, what do you think? What do you think? Oh, you don't, you don't want to show the audience your hat? That was terrible. Oh, you owe me $10, <laughs> by the way. Brian thought this lame-ass fucking hat was going to get oh, him fucking oh, compliments. I'll get the fucking hat. Go get it. Go get get it. the hat. Let's nope. see it. I can't and wait to I see said, it. oh, first bet, 10 bucks. No hot chick will okay, compliment well, you. Okay. We have to stop there because it's there were an no invisible hat. Chicks. hat. Okay. There were no hot chicks at the pool. True. Okay, if you can read, it says lobster. That is lobster a, that. I'm embarrassed for you. That is uh that's that's a dad hat right there, man. That's, yeah, uh, that is exactly what I said. <laughs> but I got but I don't got dad bod, bitch. I got fucking sweet abs. <sighs> Debatable, likely. Awkward, awkward. All right, whatever. Awkward, I just hated that this episode started again with Hannah talking about. Des looking at her disgusting pussy in the bathroom. And I mean, it's like everything about them is like watching two eighth graders fuck. Like it was just they're everything they're like, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. I love you. And then this is like, stop touching. Act like fucking adults, please. For two minutes. All right. 
So we need to ask the hard question. Are there any people in this world that actually enjoy Hannah as a person other than Des and probably her parents? She has a podcast. She's a quote unquote. Um, okay. We, while I bring up. I, 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 have to, I have to follow up what you just said there about does anyone like Hannah? She has a podcast. Luke said Hannah yes. is extremely successful and Des is trying to ride in on her coattails because he's a failed comedian. What? <laughs> how failed can you be? How, how fucking. What depths of comedy? Like, are you sucking uh, some fucking comedian's dick every goddamn night to get on stage? How shitty do you have to be where Hannah is your saving grace to, to bring you out of the sludge? Two points, Odie. Um, one, he said that Hannah was so successful. I, I, I don't know at what metric he is um, quantifying that at. But also he said that Des was a washed up comedian. Now, what does washed up imply? Once Me, successful. Once successful, now you're here. Was he ever successful? No. Did he say one? Has he said one funny thing? He's one? Two. One funny thing? Not one. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the entire episode. That's what I was saying. Like the, these two comedians. Oh, the, one, the one joke. The one them. joke that he that he did fit in there. Um, talking about uh Kyle and uh Amanda's wedding. He said if you guys need uh a bishop, uh, I, I I know someone. Or is it, or, joke, or, I, I could do it. I mean, it was a joke. But it's like guys, it's my last name, Bishop. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're on that, what a dick move to be like. I hope you invite me to the wedding. Right. Like I don't even like your fucking bitch ass girlfriend. I don't want her coming. Why would I want you coming, asshole? Who didn't even talk to anyone the yeah. entire weekend? Yeah, especially that after not making any effort to. Talk to anyone, get to know anyone, asking them questions, get to know what anyone does for a living, just being a normal human being, normal adult. Well, the question is, do you think he did that to like needle Kyle? Because clearly Hannah had poisoned Des against him already, right? And she even admitted that later on that, oh, Des does everything Kyle said to me. And what did Kyle say to you? Uh, I don't know, that to stop talking about his relationship. To stop acting like a child? Like, he didn't go after you. Remember that whole thing about, don't talk about my dad? Which Kyle didn't even say. She clearly just made up shit and, and told it to Des, and he had a bad opinion. But also, like, uh, I forget who, who mentioned it, but, like, if you're going into a house with a girl, with a bunch of her friends, you get to know those other people, too. You don't just... Uh, it was so fucking weird that this guy is in his 40s, and doesn't even try to interact with anyone else. Like, it was bizarre. Bizarre. Very bizarre. Uh, th- and we were, uh, I mentioned this to you at, when we were sitting at the pool before. And I was, and uh, a couple of the other people, I think like Carl and Kyle said, well, maybe he's just too old. And, you know, I can see where people in their 20s, which I'm presuming Carl and Kyle are, think. No, people, they're, they're 30s. They're they, early 30s. They, they think people in their 40s are just about ready to die, which, you know, I probably thought the same thing, but as a person in my forties, like, yeah, I'll, I'll go fucking hang out. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not going to, especially over a fucking psychopath with Hannah. Well, does Des not drink? I, it sounds like he doesn't drink. I, I don't think, at, I don't at think all. he drinks don't at all. Fucking be social. Well, exactly. Right. It's like, even if you don't drink, you want to go out, meet people's friends, get in great show. I mean, maybe the he's problem a, he's is a he's comedian. I mean, even if he doesn't drink, you being a comedian, don't you need to, you know, go do your set? Then after the show, you're talking to people, hanging out. Like, well, you should do that. Right? Most comedians are kind of their natural thing in awkward situations, which is how a lot of people become comedians, is that you joke when you want to kind of like get people to like you, calm the situation, integrate. This fucking guy just sits there like a mute and does nothing. Yeah. He sucks. She sucks. Perfect fucking couple. All right. So well, let's, let's just cap them off and just talk about the thing at the very end when uh, we'll just be done with Hannah and Des. So Luke, Luke, as soon as Des leaves, they're at the beach and Luke, I thought it was a little bit weird. Like Luke coming up, sitting Luke's down next idiot. to Hannah, like brushing sand off her face. Just what is stop, happening here? Just stop talking weird. to her. Very weird. Listen, uh, Luke, Luke is 
fucking off to. Well, it's one of those things where you wonder if Luke is like so butthurt that she is You don't have to yell. Huh? We're we're all right here. Dude, I'm getting so much echo in my earbuds, I can barely hear. Is that possible to get echo in your earbuds? Dude, it's insane right now. It's driving me nuts. I mean, you're giving free listening to our neighbors. Rico, stop yelling. God, (laughs) it's an asshole. No, I'm getting so much fucking feedback in this. Well, take it sounds out. great for the people listening, and that's honestly all that matters. Quit being selfish. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I will say maybe Luke's one of those guys, though. But it's like he has to maintain that contact because it's like I had this thing. It's like precious, like Gollum. Like he has to maintain, even though it sucks, he wants to have that ownership because to see this old fucking Dingleberry get the attention from some ugly derp that he once had. Still oh, that brings us to another point. Did you guys notice at the end of the episode where Hannah's like, well, it would just be weird to like have my ex-boyfriend talking to my new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. When exactly. were they <laughs> never talking happened. boyfriend and girlfriend? Talking about things that never happened. Okay. But what? This actually <laughs> triggered an am I the asshole in my mind. I kind of wanted to post a fake "Am I the asshole?" but that would take a lot of work. But let's let's hypothetically speaking, I'm I'm on Reddit and I'm uh, from you know a male point of view. Am I the asshole? I am friends with this kind of annoying girl, but you know we have some kind of connection, and she kind of likes me, but I don't like her at all. And then she she wants to be my girlfriend, but I I don't want to be her boyfriend. I have another uh, girl that I like, but this girl sabotages my relationship with her, and uh, I still try to be friends with her. Who is the asshole? Who is the asshole in that situation, Odie? I pose Sierra. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sierra is... I kind of think Luke is the asshole here. Because why are you trying... like? Why does he keep trying to be friends with Hannah? Why? Because he's from Minnesota. He's trying to be a nice guy, I think. Honestly, I think Luke is just, I think he honestly is just a nice guy. And he's not that smart. Maybe doesn't have a high, you know, emotional intelligence. And he's just, I don't know. He's just doing the best he can. He's just making, he's just making jewelry, man. Just making jewelry. If someone keeps being the shitty ass friend of you, stop being friends with him. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but I, I did like at the end, you know, when they're sitting, the girls are sitting around talking, and Hannah comes over, like, Oh, I'm just gonna take a big shit on Luke. And she's like, Shitting on Luke, and then everyone's like, Well, he's kind of right, you know, does kind of never talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah. And then she yeah. loses her fucking mind because Hannah is an insane person that's completely insecure. Yeah. Then she just starts yelling at everybody. Fucking. She, did you notice when she walked in, who walked in after her? To console her, yeah, Sierra, Sierra. yeah, always. Sierra. Why does Sierra? I, it's it's the most crazy thing I've ever seen. Sierra literally has been so warped by this. And what's crazy is Luke brought her to the house. This guy that she liked and trusted and was friends with and fucked, and somehow that is her, raised, his closest ally has become his biggest enemy. Have you ever raised your voice at your wife? Either yes. of you. Not that yeah. much. I mean, but not often, I, I, but we yes, I have. We were another yeah. show. Remember, Odie, it's I was saying, like, to... it's the tone. The tone pissed her off more. Like, I, I, I mean, if we, it depends what you're talking about. Like, screaming? Um, Clean no, your vagina! Like, no, no, you raised your, your voice to the extent that Luke raised her vo- his voice to Hannah. At, um, probably not. All right, well, I have. I don't know. I probably have. I would have to look at that clip. And I think, compare. I, I I think most people have. And then you're like, shit, you know what? You know, you apologize like my fucking bad. Well, he wasn't out and out screaming at her. He was, he just, was yelling at Chelsea, her as she, as she walked, walked away. away. Right. So like, he's yelling like, as you yell to somebody, so you make sure they hear you. Chelsea hits the nail on the head here. Sierra is not as smart as she comes across. And she fooled me. I've said that before at the beginning. I thought she was the, the only one in the house that had it together. And I don't think she has shit together. I think she's got uh, right after Hannah. Get, she's probably I the, think I think Kyle is the one with his most shit together. He's got a good business. Yeah. <laughs> he's also the one who drinks the most by far. That's you why he's also, what? you know, they say for a fact, 
People that are more intelligent drink more than other people. That's why all of us fucking Mensa members, baby, super drunk. Well, I also like, um, I think ODC podcast should be smarter than I thought they were, where OD just gets bad advice from people across the spectrum. He has to get veterinary people, <laughs> veterinary advice, bad surgeries. I'm too drunk to think of other things. Odie, you're going to have to carry this interview, episode. I know interview, my, uh, oh. interview my garbage man. That guy's actually smarter <laughs> than I thought he was. Yeah. Hey, right. what stocks are you buying, Gus? All right. I know uh, we're about to wrap this up, but before we do on Summerhouse, did you notice Stravi's shirt at one point in time? He was wearing bad call ref shirt. Did you know this? What it? What does that shirt mean? You have to okay, Odie. You were you were around, but you probably weren't hanging out with us at this point in time. We were super seniors, I believe, and we were. It was after that's a the only State. time I would have been hanging out with you because that's the only well, time well, I was we there, when at, you were there. We were probably at bars or something. Anyway, probably we were old yeah. enough. So we're walking down the street. I think we had gone to a game. I don't remember, you know, which game it was. Nick Williams had the worst fucking shirt on of all time. It was terrible. It was white, black, white, black, striped shirt. It was awful. And it was every, awesome. Everyone was ripping on him the whole fucking day about what an awful shirt it, he was wearing. And he's like, oh, this fucking shirt's awful. This fucking shirt's awful. Or awful. Awesome. Don't awesome, turn the awesome. fucking computer towards you, you so, shit. So I think we're, it's probably like, you know, late at night, we're walking to another bar or whatever. And uh, on college, you know, those apartments that kind of like hang over uh, the bars when you're walking on college. It's called yeah. a balcony. Yeah. Dipshit. So, so you know that thing a- that they have on apartments that sticks yeah. out the back of the apartment. Have you ever, have you ever been to a place that has an extension where you can stand on the extension and fall off the extension by trying to do a handstand and then you fall over it like some dipshit. So my words aren't working as good today as they might other days but anyways i think you give yourself too much credit on other days um we're walking down the street and this guy hangs over he's like bad call ref and it was the funniest fucking thing and it, it doesn't translate to this podcast yeah great story but what, what did he fun- lean over to say bad call ref to because he was wearing a shirt that looked like a referee shirt oh. that we were ripping <laughs> on the entire fucking day it's a great shirt and it looks like a vampire that's a referee some random guy fucking leaned over his balcony ripped on him and he got so fucking mad he was about to punch the brick wall and we all i did not get that mad this is bullshit so fucking funny but anyways and that random guy was actually a young straffy and he did that (laughs) and then he went and got that shirt made the next day appropriated the shirt in a random turn of events that was a terrible story i'm gonna save it by telling you about an idea we had for a strip club restaurant, uh, which we were talking about how when Rico falls asleep tonight, and passes out, I'm going to armpit fuck him and come right in this pit. I don't know how and this makes anything better. This makes everything better. So I I'm going to approach me. Guy Fieri about a barbecue pit restaurant slash armpit sex club called Pits and Pits. What do you think, Odie? Are you investing? No, not at all. Not a dime. Well, <laughs> sir, that's why you will never be a millionaire. Can you talk any louder? Maybe people 10 uh, floors down haven't heard you. I honestly have so much echo that I don't know what to do. All right. So the only other thing I want to talk about with uh, Summer House next week, they do not invite Hannah to be a bridesmaid, which she's lucky she's even invited to the wedding. This Looks to me to be a thrilling, thrilling episode. I can't wait for this fucking ugly cunt to not be invited to be a bridesmaid. Oh, do you got you got something important going on on your phone? You got uh, yeah, it's called notes about the episode, dickhead. Do you need to go meet someone in the parking garage <laughs> in a idiot. Porsche again? I don't know what's going on. The finale <laughs> will be lit. That's my note. Also, uh, wait, is the finale next week? It. We out of yeah. out of shows. That we have to find another show. Oh shit! Well, oh, we got plenty of time for that. Well, you guys saw what I posted. I mean, it's not going to be in two weeks, but we do have a lot more, a uh, lot more below show. deck coming up. They're doing like three different spinoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm excited for the Iceland and Australian uh, episodes. Yeah. 
A lot of hot chicks. A lot of inscrutable uh, accents. It's going to be awesome. Hey, you want to go down to Road Hunt? Hey, Should we now play Dead House? Yep. That's right. every episode. All right. Fant- fantastic first part of this show. We should delete everything that would just happen. Nope. It's live stream. There's no deleting anything. All right. Should people we are, people are loving the show. We actually have our most watchers or close to it for consistent most of this show. Odie, tell your daughter to get off the computer. This is ridiculous <laughs> parenting. Absolutely awful. I think she's actually on two different computers right now. Just to keep Odie, what's yourself. your what's your daughter's OnlyFans at now? That's uh, I'm gonna knock you out. You know you what? I, I made a kind of. I give you permission to punch Brian I mean, in the face, Rico. Oh, I, I, no problem. No problem. All right, should we go to the intermission? Where my second? Am I the asshole? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. This is a fucking long cut and paste. Holy shit. Yeah, right. what? That is right. literally, it's about a novel. Have you read War and Peace, the Am I the Asshole? Oh, my God. Because that's what this is. All right, I'll, I'll try to speak in double speed. Okay, I, 31 years. you to speak in double speak? Yes. 31-year-old male, have been with my wife, 30, for 10 years now, and have always had this habit of making, oh, God, I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I, I remember this now. His wife is always making him out to look their their, uh, their couple to look poor, like pleading poverty, all of this, this, and this. They're like, we're poor, we're poor, we're poor. The husband, meanwhile, has been making subtle but shrewd investments that have been making a lot of money, and they're now millionaires, like whatever. Um, so he, he told her, stop. Telling people we're poor, it makes me look bad. And he's told her multiple times. Then they're out to dinner with, I think, her her parents. And she does it once again. And he's like, well, how poor is a millionaire really? And, and the wife gets all pissed off because he let people know that they weren't actually poor. <laughs> that they actually had money and he had done well. She was embarrassed because... She was basically called out on all her lies over the years. And she was pissed at her husband for not going along with the we're poor, we're poor, we're poor. I think that's basically uh, suffice for the description. This is blowing my mind. Wow. Who's, this who's is the, so is, easy, so clear cut. Yeah. Obviously, the wife is the asshole. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's why are you claiming to be poor when you're not poor? Are you just trying to get a virtue signal as being poor so you can get pity or well, I don't understand why, why are they the, pretending to be poor? This is the longest write up ever. There's gotta be some wrinkle to this that we're not seeing. Is, maybe is she spending all the money on credit cards? So they are poor empirically, even though they're not making that or they're making a million. The husband doesn't actually well, know they're all, poor. Yeah, right. The husband doesn't know <laughs> that I have put us deeply in debt. <laughs> she doesn't know what she wants to do when she retires. I know I'll be golfing and eating edibles most days. Oh, okay. wait. So the husband posted this. Am I the asshole? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Well, Odie, to be fair, uh, Brian told me two minutes before the show that I had to find the am I the assholes. So I was just kind of scrolling down. I thought and you were going to say, to be fair, before the show, Brian was telling you how poor he was. Be like, what the hell are you? So you're in Vegas. You can't be poor. <laughs> well, it is true. I because I could not connect to the goddamn internet in the fucking hotel here to look it up, and we spent 15 minutes, both Rico and I, combined brain powers trying to get my fucking computer on the internet. Okay, the wife said, "It seems like I'm gloating." I think Maurice is talking about the two of you here. They're both assholes. Pretty sure. I'm just going to pretend he is. Well, Maurice, you're not a nice person. No, I think he's, he's talking he's about... He's the, he's the best yeah. person, actually. He's, a, he's one agree. of our patrons. Maurice is the best person. As are all our patrons. Thank you for supporting the show. By the way, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash bravo and beer. Uh, I don't know. Just, I'm very drunk. What time... You can lay your bets on what time we'll go to bed tonight. Odie, what's your what's your bet? Um, what, what do they win? Do we refund? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. Money? I'm actually gonna. I'll make nothing. some. I'll make some side bets here. Uh, I'll say that. Okay, you guys will. Uh, the first one to pass out will be Gets his Rico. Raped. <laughs> will be Rico, and obviously <laughs> oh! armpit, ra- armpit rape after that. 
That's going to happen, I'm going to say, 5.30 in the morning. Then oh, wow. Rika will be awakened at about 7 to Brian vomiting loudly in the toilet. Rico's the one that vomits 99% of the time, by the way. No, Not me. No. Although I brought I brought my CPAP machine. It would be kind of funny if I vomited out my oh, nose into so my CPAP. Loud. Jesus Christ. Like Am two, I giving you a headache, it's like, an old, it's like an old old gay married so couple. I don't. <laughs> it's because I have turned my volume on this so far up because the echo is right, so we got, loud. We got a guest from Chelsea, three forty-five a.m. Any other guesses uh, from the, uh, no. the listeners, watchers? We'll out be there? up later. You know what? Yeah, I want three forty-five in Vegas is like eleven p.m. Yeah. You know what, Odie? I want to go to bed by three forty-five because we got a big day tomorrow at the uh, European pool. At the Mirage. Mm. Yeah. So we it's called bear, which either means it's gonna be bear or a bunch of big gay hairy men. Could be both. Who knows? <laughs> Probably heavy <laughs> awesome. Either How about way. If, if if every waitress is a hot chick with her tits out riding around on a giant hairy gay man? <laughs> Can I take your order? And I'll take your order. <laughs> like in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I know you love those references. I have not watched Mad Max in uh, quite a while. All right. It's, let's you know what's funny about this? I'm trying to put my finger on it, why this is this interaction is so interesting to me with the two of you in the same room. Normally, when I see Rico not laugh at Brian's jokes, it's in a separate screen, so it's not so apparent. But now it's right, right in your face that Rico is just not even acknowledging Brian telling a joke. It's pretty amazing. Oh, they jokes? He was laughing earlier. He got all his laughs out of the pool. Yeah, Brian's really good making people laugh that don't know him. Like first introductions, uh, you know, there was a another friend of a friend at the pool today. That guy was laughing and laughing. Oh man, love me. And then I'm like, "Eh, you won't laugh once you guys know him. He's kind of a fucking dick. Oh, I was rocking him. They were just laughing their ass talking to to random random men at the bar. That's Brian's well, prime is random dudes at the bar. That's where he that's, cleans up. Well, that, <laughs> that, that, that dinner reservation starts in 18 minutes. And um, <laughs> my friend texted me back and it was not anything uh, about us being invited. So he's a fucking. Hey, asshole. can I come to the restaurant tonight? You know what? I mean, we uh, can just the fucking Cleveland go. Indians are great. We can just go. Whatever. All right. Should we, should we talk about 90 Day Fiance and uh, talk about. Let's do it. Brian's terrible 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 prediction that andrew would in fact be on the show this week i think i said I that too i thought he would wrong, be wrong wrong did i not you know say why that? you were both wrong because he did not want to get called out on his shit i guess i just can't believe that with his ego he wouldn't come back i thought he was just playing it up because he wanted the drama and then he would march back in with people kissing his fucking ass which you know he would have loved to come and do the show okay so why no. didn't they just jumping into it. So they bring on Amira. They didn't even bring up like all the shit at the very end. Like what Andrew actually did about that basically buying the two tickets and they didn't talk about any of that shit. All right. So they, this recap sucked. They didn't get into half the shit. So my thought is I was wondering, obviously they cut a lot of stuff. Could she have possibly been talking about this and it wasn't interesting enough to, to include in the episode Otherwise, she's a terrible fucking host. How do you not ask about these text messages that they previously showed us? I don't care. Go home. Go go here. Go well, here. Or the branded shit, the, the feminist fantasy of marriage. How do you not bring that up? Or, I or I mean, maybe, maybe the mirror thing. This would be really dumb but for them to go along with it. But if she said, I will come on, but I will not talk about what happened when I did not get on the plane and Andrew was sending the texts. It would just be stupid. Why is it so crazy? She would not want him in the room talking over her. Like, obviously if she's going to be talking about what her experience was, he's not going to sit there quietly and listen. Oh, of course not. Yeah. I mean, he, he is obviously completely manipulative, psychopathic, I mean, he's a really, really, really bad person. I, I think we can safely say that from seeing him on TV like 10 for, 
10 weeks. I, I think sociopath is, I think, pretty safe. I'm, I mean, I'm not yeah. a doctor, but, you know, I yeah. can pretend I, to be one. Like, he is not a person. Like, if you had a daughter that age and she started dating Andrew, what would your reaction be? You, you couldn't just be like, I don't think that I don't think that's a good idea. You have to be a little bit stronger than that. Right. Well, yeah, you got to have to find, worrying, find a way to, to destroy the relationship. So I'll say in that, Here, outfit, a voice, go back where's to the that voice chocolate coming factory from? and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I, I, you're, you're talking, but no one can see. <sighs> well, I'm not back yet. And also who dressed him? Who dresses in a three piece suit and doesn't tuck in the fucking shirt? Well, what? hold on. Look at this. That is the epitome. Honestly, knowing what you know about Andrew, would you expect him to wear anything else? The guy dresses up as a knight to come on the show. He fucking is the epitome of the dungeon master, right? The the fucking super existential dork that then gets dressed up to go out, combs his long hair out, and puts on the three piece suit. This is what he thinks is the epitome of male sexness. I'm not surprised at all. It's exactly, if I was writing a screenplay, it's what he would look like. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I'm just surprised. And someone just commented, oh, yeah, Maurice did. I think this is a good observation. That the the younger people on the show, so you had Brandon and... uh, I'm oh, Jovi was name. Jovi, yeah, Jovi was like, I, I don't know. I just need to hear both sides of the story. You know but, what? Uh, that, that, that though makes me think that like Jovi is just defending him like because that he knows he sees some of himself in like the sociopath behaviors that Andrew had. So he's like, I got to defend this. If I don't defend this, I'm going to get ripped apart. But Rebecca was like, yeah, that guy's a bad person. I forget what she said exactly, but she she could see right through him. I mean, she's she's seen some dudes like Andrew before tried or probably manipulating her. She, she married two of them, <laughs> or was it three? I can't remember how many times she's been yeah. married. <laughs> At least two. Yeah, but yeah, the fact that Andrew just he's uh, my favorite part of this entire recap because the tell-all was honestly a big wet fucking fart, right? Like it was the worst the worst one I've seen by far. It was so fucking boring and shitty and bad. They didn't get any of the good topics, which again is on the producers and Sean. But the highlight was probably Andrew losing his shit in the car and be like, I don't know, dude. I don't know, bro. I don't, I just can't do it, man. And it was just, it showcased what of a control freak he is and also what a fake motherfucker he is because you could see him trying to manipulate the producers trying to be playing the situation. And I can't remember who on the show actually said it, but somebody said uh, he just wants to come on and yell at her. Or maybe Amira said that, but that's all he wanted. He wanted to come out and be able to yell at her and get his fucking shot at her. Yeah, he, he, he fucking he blocked said... her and wouldn't talk to her after he dumped her. And she sent them gifts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so it was Rebecca. That was the craziest part. It was like, Rebecca what? that said that she heard him say as she was as uh, he was leaving, the only reason I came here was to have a chance to talk to her <laughs> one-on-one, which is creepy as heck. But I think Kimberly brings up a good point here, saying, yeah, Andrew is a horrible person, but did anyone else think that maybe she, Amira, didn't want to confront him because he's going to call her out for only wanting a green card? And is also, that, on t- Is that a fact, though? She's and also from France. But on top of that, she also already has another new American boyfriend. I mean, well, that was weird. Yes, I yeah. agree with that. But oh, yeah. but we have already established that uh what is that uh, arrested development girl? Um Charlize Theron. Uh, oh, Mr. F? Yeah, like she's not the uh sharpest knife in the drawer, right? Well, that's you what I wrote that like you can be she's dumb like, and still want to come to America just for the good makeup, which is basically what she said. I well, can't wait to go like, to America. She's and- clearly not that brilliant. No, she's right? not. Smart. Well, that's, I wrote down. She's like, I'm already in love. And I was like, and I wrote that. I was like, the stupid are always in love. Yeah. Yeah. I the mean, stupid people fall in love like that. She's clearly not that bright. I mean, she, she seems very nice, but come on. I mean, anyone. She went through a lot of shit for Andrew, and for and I honestly believe that she really loved him. Anyone who would 
fucking sit in jail for three days and then not how did they not bring that up like dude yeah so your your fiance was in fucking jail and you went on a sightseeing tour are you fucking crazy like how did no one bring that up have they seen that's one thing i've never well, understood about the uh recaps like why, why didn't they talk about seen. that shit why didn't they talk about that shit before they brought amira on like they should have known there was going to be an issue there and just they had andrew in the studio they were they asking did. people questions did they, they ask him? yeah they definitely knew amira had made it clear and they thought it would be dramatic and look, i can't blame them for that they're like oh. well, well they were challenging i remember like she gave the narrative like she's like i had no text after i was in detention and which i believe yeah. because andrew wasn't doing we shit saw. we saw what he did yeah but Joby and all these other people, like Joby and I, I Julia, was so were disappointing. So disappointed in Joby. Well, how like, about Julia? That's like <laughs> he Julia. seems like nice guy. He has broken hearts. I was like, all right, well, you're I can Julia's see why you and Brandon together. Yeah, you're a fucking yeah, imbecile. <sighs> I was I was disappointed in Joby for like what? Like they have to have seen the episodes right before this this. Because this, that's what I don't know. I, I, can't I don't think, think so. they've seen them or not. I think they but, haven't seen like the last the, four the episodes. The tell is like present day, right? So how could they have not have seen it? I think, I know with like uh, Below Deck, they like hadn't seen, I think the last three episodes or something, maybe some something like that. But they had to have seen some and you had to have seen that she was in jail and Andrew went out and had fun. Can you imagine going like your wife's in jail and you're like, I'm going to go uh, go on this riverboat cruise. Look, baby, I'm not getting this ATV deposit back. That's $15 American, not pesos. I'll never see again. And yeah. I'm on a daycare salary. And he did nothing. <laughs> it's hard to get then. time off from the daycare. They don't just give out PTO days at that daycare. <laughs> what uh, will the children do without the grease night rating the stores? All right. Well, uh, what else? Should we move on? Yeah. 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 Who's right. that? Ter- Tariq and Hazel. All right. Tariq. You know what? Tariq's a star. I love Tariq. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm was, all in. He's all the in only on person who came out better after this tell-all. Everyone else has I, come out worse. I, think. I love him. And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Gotta give the whole story. Yeah. And apparently he's had multiple thruple relationships in the past. But yet he says he hasn't had the threesome in any of them. Tariq, what the fuck are you doing, idiot? First of all, I don't believe believe that. I don't believe that. We're supposed to believe that Tariq, Mindy, and Hazel never... I don't don't believe that. I don't believe it at all. Somebody's dick was menti fresh. We know that for a fact. There's no way... That you had the three together. Like, what's the point of the relationship? What? Why are you bringing a thruple into this situation if you're not gonna fuck them over the weekend? Wait, weren't you, Tariq? Uh, weren't Tariq and Minty dating before Hazel? No, no. no. I, I think they yeah. met afterwards because that was like one of the first people. And then they brought her to wherever they were staying, and Minty was a little bit too into Tariq, right? And so Hazel was mad at Tariq for. Finding Minty attractive. So do you want to bring in a person to the relationship that your husband thinks is ugly? Like, does that I, was, I, I brought in a, a disgusting slob of a human being. She basically subsists on Cheetos and corn pops. So I'm just going to bang her in the corner. We're going to keep her in a cage. And I figure that'll sate my sexual lust. I'm just gonna put this up there. We'll see. I don't know. I I agree. I think. Yeah, a little bit funny. Rico's mouth looks funny. <laughs> All right. Thank thank you. Okay. Fair criticism. Oh, by the way, I love it. So, by the way, let me just tell us from personal experience. No, not personal experience, but a friend of mine who is polyamorous. Let me tell you this. People are like people. He like Tariq is like polyamorous is a thing that people are very successful with all over. All right. Well, you, you should probably tell the story because we, tell the story? we okay. told the story at, <laughs> at the pool today with uh, Brian's new best friend. So on my bachelor party, uh, one of my several bachelor parties, I'm very popular. We went to Vancouver. My buddy, who uh, we'll call him Mr. S, was there. And uh, my other buddy, Mr. D, was there. 
One of which is an Aussie gentleman, which is funny to the accent. So we go out, right? And Mr. S is in a polyamorous relationship. We go to a nude beach, which was the coldest fucking beach I've ever been to in my life in the middle of summer in Vancouver. Like, you can't even go to the water. Your dick just shrivels up. But they meet this chick. She's nude on the beach. She's fine. Not amazing, but fine. And uh, my buddy, who's in the polyamorous relationship, hits it off. And my Aussie friend's like, hey, I might ditch me do that as well. So, whatever. <laughs> they start talking. The night goes on. Everybody's drinking. We get all hammered, right? We go back to the Airbnb. And Mr. S brings back this chick. It's like 4 a.m., by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's like 4 a.m. So the way the Airbnb is set up is that me and Rico and uh, Mr. D, the Aussie, are sharing a room. And uh, there's one room that has the bed, which Mr. S wants to bang this chicken. But turns out... Which she, one's the Aussie? Mr. Aussie's Mr. D. Okay. So this chick, she's like, I just don't want you. I want him too. Wait, was, the, chick, was like, the chicken Aussie also? The chick is not an Aussie. The chick's just, <laughs> she's some fucking Canadian wench. Just you know, talked with the goddamn... Uh, like a chain smoker. I don't know. Well, Inuit. So anyway, she's down to fuck them both. Now my buddy's like, all right, well, you know, I, I want to bang her. So I guess we'll just do this thing. So he goes in with this chicken in the room and my buddy, the Aussies waiting outside the room, which is hilarious because <laughs> he's just pacing around like waiting, like a boxer waiting to go in and get in there. Right. He's like doing fucking shadow boxing his shadow, shadow fucking his wangs akimbo. So eventually my buddy, Mr. S, opens the door. He's like, okay, it's your time. Let's go in here. So he goes in, and they, uh, I don't know, they're in there for 10 minutes, right? And Rico and I are just trying to sleep in the fucking next room. And eventually, Mr. D, the Aussie, comes out and passes out face down on the bed right next to Rico. <laughs> and I get up to go to the bathroom because I'm up listening to these people do whatever. And I realize that he's got a big, wet, gooey spot right on his asshole. Why were you staring at his asshole? Well, it was hard to miss. It, was, it was hard to miss. It was hard to miss. And he was like, <laughs> so I thought he was like, look at his butthole. Which you know is something I say three times a day to Rico in general. Just a big gooey spot. So anyway, we think what ended up happening is that Mr. D. Ended up getting fucked by Mr. S and that polyamorous situation ended up making somebody a little gay. Anyways, lots to unpack there. Not that there's anything wrong with any of that. People do what they want to, but uh, yeah. has well, anyone ever spoken of it since then? Or you ever ask well, we, about it? Well, we saw him um, like what? Eight months later for, I don't know that, you know, Justin, um, I th did we just bring him up already in this episode? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're talking think, about the makeup. I, I don't know. I can't I don't know. Yeah, the drunk guy. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a bachelor party in uh, in Portland, like eight months later, and so we were up all night. It was like five thirty in the morning on Saturday night, and I'm like, oh, I got a flight in an hour. I better get to the airport. <laughs> so I go right from the hotel to the airport, fly, and I had a flight through Chicago. I'm walking through the Chicago airport at like 7.30 in the morning, and I got a set of keys in my pocket. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I uh, text Brian. I'm like, anyone missing their keys? <laughs> it was Mr. D. <laughs> so I had to like, – it was a Sunday, obviously. So I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll have to mail them to him in the morning. Yep, but uh, he had to uh, sneak into the window of his apartment. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. Anyway, that. long story short, polyamorous relationships do not work out. And my buddy, who has been in two because he is polyamorous, uh, just finished a divorce and was divorced several years before that, so doesn't really work out. I would imagine not. I mean, it's uh, common sense, really, but. So, anyways, let's talk about Mike and Natalie. Uh, they kind of suck. I don't like either one of them. I can't. Wait. We have to stop. Wait. We can't move on to Tariq and Hazel yet because we forgot to mention that Minty comes on the screen. And they're like, so when's the last time you spoke with Minty? And Minty's like, 
today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we talk every day. <laughs> so if you're Tariq, I mean, Mincy looks, in my opinion, she's better looking than Hazel. For sure. More, much more personality than Hazel. Friendlier, probably more fun. But you stick with Hazel. Is that interesting to anyone else? Is that? I mean, maybe Minty is not, I don't know, maybe she doesn't have a mothering instinct. Because, you know, Hazel's got a kid. Teresa had a kid. Maybe Minty's like, I hate kids. I just I like th- getting dick. I don't think so. I think Tariq is like, shit, I found Hazel first. And he, I don't think he wants to go back on it. And he's like, oh. You think just out of loyalty? I yeah, mean, he could, I think that's what it is. Well, you have chances to go back on it, but eh, I think maybe. it is. I mean, he's kept that Thailand shirt. Yeah, he's like, what more proof do you need? <laughs> but, but so, like, uh, to go back to what Brian said, though, with Minty saying every day. So uh, Tariq's response was, hold yeah, on, but hold uh, on. Hazel's on the text as well, right? Isn't that what he said? Like, well, it's I a think group chat. Yeah. So she's getting the text, but she's probably not like communicating on the text. Yeah, exactly. And obviously he's still talking to Minty all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's not the smartest thing to do, Tariq. But uh, you know who else was a star in this episode? I, I thought Yara came off very well again. I, I think we're Yara. Mm-hmm. Nope. Looks like uh, Rico froze here. Uh oh. Oh, there you uh, go. You're back. back. You're back. I agree. Yara not only got hotter, but smarter and funnier after the official season. Ended. Yeah. After having a baby, that's all it took. Made her smarter and funnier. Well, you know what? Maybe she was dumb because she had Jovi's dumb cum rolling around in her. And once she pooped that baby out, she got her smarts back. There you <laughs> go. Biological. That's science, actually. Meanwhile, my wife's gotten dumber after she got my cum out of her. Just, just lost a listener there. Your wife is unsubscribing wife. from the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about Mike and Natalie? Um, so the only thing I had about them, which like, obviously they're two distasteful people that I don't really enjoy. Can Mike, I just start this? I know Rico, this is how the show goes, but can I preface this with a title? No. Sarah's story, a not banging Mike tale. <laughs> why why would natalie think anyone would bang mike apparently these people who are <laughs> friends with mike like sarah who came on the show think he's funny and he's a goofball you mean people which, that are friends with mike the one have they never the heard jokes in, in <laughs> fucking the state of washington like when has he ever been funny Maybe when he gets like really drunk and really high, he's funny. I don't know. Maybe they think he's Uncle Paul. And they're like, <laughs> that fucking crazy hillbilly was so funny. And they're just Mike, trying to stay on Mike's good side no so he keeps bringing up. Uncle Bo around. Maybe I could see that. <laughs> okay. So no one wants to bang Mike, including Natalie, I'm sure. Um, they they tried to tease it like, did you ever have a intimate relationship? Obviously, no one was falling for that shit. But the question is, did Natalie call that other girl a whore? That was the confrontation. I 100% believe she called her a whore. Yeah, I, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, you can easily see Natalie doing that. She's got the mouth on her. And honestly, it would sound great in her accent. Are the American women whores? Honestly, what what was her response bit. to it? Like she didn't even really deny it. She's like, she no, said, "I never no. said. I know what I said. I never said that. I know I get emotional, but I never said that." Yeah, she clearly said it. There's no doubt. Um, also, I have to. So when you guys go to take a shower, if someone else is in your apartment or house or whatever else, right? Because Natalie's like, it's so weird. She says she's going to take a shower. I was thinking about. It, I'm like, I tell my wife now if I'm going to take a shower. We've lived together for like eight years and I'm like, I'm going to go take a shower. So it doesn't seem bizarre to hear that over, you know, like just a normal thing. Especially if you have a house full of people and it's your house and you're right. entertaining people like, yeah, I'm going to take a shower. Be back. It's I think right. it's Don't normal. look for me. I will be yeah. in the shower. 
You know what is weird though is her fiance was supposed to stay there. She's like, well, plans change, and he didn't stay there. Like that. That's a little weird. I thought. Like, well, what did she text him and be like, hey? Big funny Mike's gonna give me the dick tonight, so uh, you know, what? on our wedding night. What <laughs> is this? What did she text him? Penny says Facebook deleted her comments saying it's a what comment was it? This comment, bitch ass, slut ass, whore. I don't know. That's that's up to my stance. Uh, well, obviously, I didn't delete that second comment. So, you know what? Moral of the story is just uh, comment twice. If it's denied the first time, keep going. Keep keep on plugging. All right. Well, I mean, I don't really have much else. I thought the second part sucked. I think uh, you needed Andrew and Sean Robinson failed. Failed big F on her uh, duty to really flesh out the piece of shit that Andrew was. He got off way too easily and it's unbelievable to me and I'm appalled. So I completely agree. It was, it was by far the worst tell all I've ever seen in my entire life. And yeah, what, how do you not bring up? There were so many fucking things, not for, not just from the shittiest people, but from everybody that should have been brought up and they just did nothing with them. It was boring as fuck. It was stupid. It was like, they're playing up the drama of Andrew not being on the show. How about you actually call him out on his fucking yeah. bullshit? Hey, Amira, what did it feel like when Andrew, your fiance, sent you text saying, come to America, go to France, I, whatever. I don't fucking care. How about that? How about yeah. um, what exact messages did you get while you were in the Mexican jail? Right. How many? What did they say? Right. Why what, are we not seeing Andrew, Amira's phone? What did you do to find out where Amira was from? It's, it's fucking ridiculous. That a person like me, who is so important, so busy, so doing so much for this world, takes his time out to watch this show to get to the answers, does not get the answers. I mean, it's 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 absurd. We need to start a new show that is finding the answers, the unsolved mysteries of 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance colon unsolved mysteries. I agree. Do you think we could get Andrew to come on our show and just interrogate the shit out of him? Well, he has a children's book out. Penny told me about that. So if we tell him that we want to talk about his children's book, I think we could get him on. Maybe. Oh, we didn't even talk about uh, Stephanie's not on. Didn't come on the show. Yeah, what a fucking twat. She's like, I can't come on. Harris's uh, K1 might get adversely affected. She's she's on Bumble. That was her reason? Wait, so she's actually really no. still going to bring Harris over? No, on no. A K-1? she's definitely. I'm sure not. No. I'm sure she she saw some of the episodes. Was like, oh, I look like a crazy crack whore. Maybe I should uh, not do this. That's my. Well, it's not stopping her from uh, her Instagram lives and and all that stuff. It didn't stop me from coming on this live stream from Vegas. That's so, true. Why should it stop her? What a short show, Odie. This The moral of the story is let's drink all day before these shows and we'll be done in an hour and 10 minutes. You guys got stuff to do. You got steakhouse parties to crash. I don't know that we're invited. All right, we're going to Lifelong friendships to ruin. I yeah. can't wait to hear about yeah. it. Already done. Armpits to rape. There you go. So, second, second time Brian brought it up. So, Odie, season six, Happily Ever After, starts Sunday. <laughs> Let's uh, hear your predictions on some of the couples. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Just, just give me a couple. Jesus, I don't even know where to start. It could be any any 90-day couple? Yes, happily ever after. I need like a list. You put me on the spot with this? You yeah, well, any I mean, it tends to be more recent. So, so you think it'll be Jovi, Jovi and Yar? Is that a possibility? Bam! One for one. Hmm. Well, on. Okay. Get to play. Well, you can see the list. I can't see it. All right, you go, you go, you go. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Zaid Rebecca. <laughs> what? Nope. I want to see them though. Odie. Um. It doesn't. Brandon well, and uh, my content. Boom! Right on, yeah. Julie. You're you're right Julie, again, yeah. Odie. Two for two. Can you get one? You're you're Christ. failing miserably in this game. Oh my god. There is a curveball in this one. Well, Mike and Natalie, I don't think are going to be together. I would say them. All right, Mike and Natalie. Hey, you're right. Yes. Mike and Natalie. Oh, my God. Three. All right, we'll just do one more guess. Asuelu? Asuelu? 
Oh my God! <laughs> oh, are you kidding? He's on. I've never been more excited by. Oh my game. God! This is gonna you be the best ever. Odie is the best at this game. All right, <laughs> give me a. So we got four so far. I think we got two or three left. Oh my God! Um, who's on? I don't know. I give up. I drunk. All right, Odie, give me one more guess, and then I'll I'll tell you. I can't even you think go, of anyone you else. You cannot possibly man. go four for four. I can't even think of anyone else who would be. David, an unknown Ukrainian whore. I don't know. I got nothing else. All right, so I'll tell you the other ones. You got Joe Yara, Brandon, Julia, Tiffany Ronald, which was – you probably don't even know who they are. They no idea. Fucking- Ronald was a raging alcoholic gambler, apparently, in South oh, Africa. Right. And uh, I think uh, then um, Angela Michael oh. and our favorite Elizabeth and Andre. <laughs> oh, so, shit. Nice. So that's coming on Sunday. This is going to be right. good. Okay. So we got our fill. So tune in. Bella. So we got a uh, we got a beer bonk next week then. We have a beer oh, bong and then a short show. Well, we got the summer house finale and then we have to figure out what we want to do after that. There's probably a summer house recap. Yeah, that's true. They'll have the tell all show. So we got another two weeks or so. To, yeah. So uh, figure that out. All right. Well, you guys got some shit to do, some gambling to do, drinking. They haven't even gambled yet. I think that's I, the next thing on the docket. That's, that's, Middle 12 and roulette. Oh, baby. I, I already Dead. won 10 bucks because no one no. Com- complimented him on his stupid fucking hat. That's because there was nobody at the pool to compliment anybody. There was oh, much there's up. plenty of people at the pool. I can't believe we didn't try to get more often for that. Raise that, raise the stakes <laughs> it was up. Fucking awesome. I should have told the chick next to me to be like, hey, comp on this hat. And out of fear, she would have done it. It had to be a hot chick. So that was Yeah, she wasn't on. Odie, I'm shocked that this episode um is good enough to perhaps air. It might be our best one, actually, based on the feedback, based on our consistent viewership. I think it's our best episode. That seems to be a complete lie, but we might have to move move Brian to Cleveland, move into Rico's house. We can make a TV show, too. Maybe I think we've told the story about the last time Brian was here in my house, right, where he slept on the bathroom floor. I think we all slept on different bathroom floors. Cody also slept on the bathroom floor. If you oh, recall. and I uh, gained a sweatshirt out of that. <laughs> we so. both, did, oh, Arik, uh, Odie and I both slept actually, on two different bathroom floors at Rico's house. <laughs> last actually, year we were all actually, a nice sweatshirt, which I would like to get back someday, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see what how it plays out. <laughs> Rico, take us out. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what is